Follow Katie Wolf and 360 online at mix1049.com.au. Joining me in the studio this morning is Deb Di Natale from the NT Council of Social Services. Good morning to you, Deb. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. It's great to have you in the studio. And, uh, and well, I think we caught up around this time last year as well before the Northern Territory budget was handed down. We did. Now, we're going to talk about that in just a couple of moments, but I know that, um, that NT Cos has been one of the groups that had been opposed to Dan Murphy's entering the market here in the Northern Territory. What was the reaction to that decision from Woolworths yesterday? Well, we see that reaction as a win. Uh, certainly we are extremely pleased for the Northern Territory. I understand it's a highly controversial position for a number of people across the Territory, but when you look at an evidence base across us, so if you look at Territorians, we actually drink more than any other state or Territory in Australia, so that's a really clear indicator that there's no shortage of alcohol here and there are plenty of alcohol outlets because we're got access to so many. We also know the social harms that we have as a result of alcohol. So when I have people, even some neighbours saying to me, it's not fair, we're missing out. Actually, my response to those people is that you're also saying that you want to live somewhere that's really, really safe. And 66% of assaults across the Territory are as a result of alcohol fueled violence. Deb, I know there'll be people listening right now thinking to themselves, um, stopping Dan Murphy's is not going to stop those alcohol issues that we've got. Well, what it will do is it won't increase the alcohol issues. So what we do know is that if you have a mega store, which is what we're talking about, a warehouse, we know the Dan Murphy's model, which is get as much alcohol in and get as much out as possible, that that will absolutely increase the social harms across the community. And in fact, an independent liquor commission came up with exactly that result. There should be no Dan Murphy's. Deb, do you really reckon, though, this is the the end of of Dan Murphy's or Woolworths expanding their liquor outlets in the Territory? Uh, I would like to think that this is definitely a sign that Woolworths is exercising its corporate social responsibility. It has listened to the Aboriginal leaders and grandmothers and mothers who have really been the heroes here in terms of their advocacy, talking about the impacts it's having on their communities. And I think now we are in a corporate environment where a number of shareholders have come to the table as well and we've been working with those shareholders so Woolworths would need to think very very carefully about their next step because right now we're seeing that this is leadership on their part in terms of listening to the Aboriginal leaders in the Northern Territory. Deb at the moment in the Territory we seem to have a real issue uh, with that alcohol misuse there is no doubt about that we know that the council banned um, alcohol at Mindle Beach earlier in the week due to some of that real misuse that we're seeing. There's been discussion about that being as a result of an increase in payments, some of those COVID payments. What's your response to that discussion and do you think that that is what's happening here? Do you think that that increased money that's coming into the community is being used on alcohol? 
Look, Katie, we haven't got the evidence to show us that that is the case. What we do know in terms of hard data is that when the COVID supplement came in, those remote communities had 75% increase in fresh fruit and veg sales. And we also know there was an incredible increase in terms of the purchase of white goods. So I still need to be persuaded in terms of some genuine data that comes out to demonstrate that that money is being spent on alcohol. What do you reckon's happening at the moment then? What would you, you know, what would you attribute those additional visitors to town and that, uh, you know, that seemingly quite obvious use of, of, or misuse, I would say, of alcohol? Look, I think in in lots of ways we demonise a lot of public drinking. I think that in terms of middle-class households, they're consuming large proportions of alcohol, but they have the benefit and the luxury and the privilege to do it in their homes. So I think this idea of people consuming alcohol in a public space and that being very negative, I see see that, that debate as really being driven by a number of factors, including poverty. What about, though, when you've got that real, you know, when you've actually got um, the people fighting and, and becoming violent in those public spaces? Yeah, when you've got, I mean, violence is not acceptable anywhere. And this has been our exact argument in relation to the Dan Murphys. Having a mega store that would provide more alcohol, easier access and cheaper prices to a number of Territorians will actually make the territory less safe we will see more assaults we will see more robberies and we will see more breaches of domestic family violence orders we know that 74 percent of those breaches are often alcohol driven and i know that domestic violence stems from gender inequality but alcohol is definitely a driver there. Oh, Deb, look, I know there'll be some people listening this morning who don't agree with what you've got to say, but I think it's really important for all of us to hear every perspective, you know, no matter what debate we're having. Um, I do want to ask you, though, about the budget. We know that it's being handed down next week and it's going to make for some interesting uh, reading, I guess you'd say. Everybody is sort of anticipating that we're going to have quite high levels of debt, uh, but there's been quite a bit of discussion around Australia as well about making sure that, you know, that Aussies, and certainly Territorians don't get left behind. Uh, So when we specifically talk about the Northern Territory budget next week, what do you think needs to be included? Well, we know that a number of Territorians are doing it tough. Uh, You are probably aware that the causes around the country ran a campaign uh, not as successful as we would have liked it to be around people who are on job seeker. that living on $40 a day is not enough. So when you see people who are sleeping rough and who don't have enough to eat, you need to think about the income that they're getting, which is $40 a day. That increase was $3.50. So now they're living on $43.50 a day. Marginal increase, not really going to have any benefit in terms of getting people out of poverty. So for us, it's actually about ensuring that with these Territorians who are doing it tough, that the budget delivers an equitable distribution so that we're able to ensure that no one's left behind. One of the things I will say about the social services sector is we are a major contributor to the economy. $615.5 million of our sector wages goes directly back into the economy every year. So when you hear people say, we need to be shopping locally, you need to be going to your IGA, you need to be supporting your local industry, you need to be going out to the waterfront and supporting those restaurants, 
response. The way that that happens is by supporting the social services sector. The other benefit there is not only are we a major driver in terms of the economy, we provide real benefits to people who are doing it tough. So it's like a win-win. So when people are listening right now and they're thinking, well, what exactly is the social services sector? Who do you mean and, and how do you mean you need to support them? What's your answer to that? Yeah, really good question. I often assume that people know who we are and what we do. So a number of those are people who are experiencing homelessness, Mm -hmm. uh, people who are going to safe houses as a result of domestic, family and sexual violence, a number of health services, a number of organisations that are operating operating out in remote communities, a number of community legal centres who are assisting people get free legal advice so that they know what their rights are. Uh, The list does go on. Uh, Mental health and also the other area is the Aboriginal justice work that we've been doing to ensure that we get better outcomes in that space too. So Deb, what do you reckon, what do you think is going to be in the Northern Territory budget for that sector? Well, look, we are hoping to see an increase. We've been pretty disappointed at the moment. We're worried to see the announcement like the ongoing boost to mining, which is now an ongoing boost of $3 million. That's now gone to $9.5 million every year, which is $9.5 million of taxpayer money. And the return to the Territory on that kind of investment is really hard to see. But I do want... Um, your listeners to hear that there have been some positive steps. So if you compare that to the news of $2 million over two years to improve reliable electricity to remote communities in the NT, that investment does a number of things. It increases jobs, it ensures that people's fridges are working properly, and it means that people can charge their phones. So that's the sort of stuff that changes lives. So what we want to see is investment in the Territory where all Territorians benefit from economic development. Deb, are you going to have a bit of a scorecard for the government after the budget's handed down on uh, on Tuesday? Or how's it all work? How are you going to determine whether they've done all right in your eyes? Uh, so what we're not going to have... We have a scorecard only pre-election uh, and that takes much more work than, than I'm sure the five little dot points would uh, Well, we might just determine. get you back on and ask you what you think because we usually catch up with those business and industry groups and I do think it's important to catch up Great. with the social services sector as well. So. Yeah, happy to give you a budget a budget wrap up on what we think that the government has delivered to the social services in the next budget. Deb Di Natale, always good to catch up with you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for your time. And, uh, And Deb is from the Northern Territory Council of Social Services.